pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome to another Big Rap Show Podcast and yeah, you may still hear it in my voice. I'm still got the lurgy. What's going on? Two weeks of this nonsense. Yeah, I have been dumping paracetamol into me like it's going out of fashion. But it's still here, so uh, bear with me as we struggle through another big rap show podcast. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, yeah, it's been a really busy week in the bagpiping world. There's been some good news, some bad news. Some absolutely amazing news, we'll get all through that. But first of all, let's get through the domestics. If this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. So, feel free, check out our back catalogue. We have well over 120-odd episodes, a huge back catalogue. I don't think there's anything we haven't really spoke about in the bagpiping world this last while. Uh, so, yeah. Loads of a back catalogue up there, all available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, all those places where you can get podcasts. And if you haven't already, please do click subscribe or follow or wherever you're listening to this. So with each and every episode gets uploaded, you'll get a little notification to let you know that Rab's uploaded another one. And yeah, you can get caught up on all your latest piping news. Also, I have to give a shout out to our patrons, those guys who have clicked support on our Patreon page. Uh, thank you so much to everyone over there at the moment that seems to be really enjoying all of our content over there. In fact, the numbers are rising, so it's great to have you all along. Now, those guys are enjoying all sorts of exclusive content over there, all sorts of backstage videos and like extra little things and audio clips and whatnot of stuff that would never see the light of day here on the podcast or even on our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show for that matter. So yeah, if you want to get your hands on tons of extra stuff, then head over to our Patreon page, consider clicking that support button and you too can get access to tons of extra stuff, including all ex- exclusive merchandise discount codes and Rab Show Plus, there's episodes of Rab Show Plus up there, I think episode 4 is about to drop this week, uh, so yeah, loads of stuff up there on our Patreon page, if you do want to help support the show, consider it and click support, and yeah, you can help support the show and get your hands on tons of extra stuff. Um, also, I have to give a shout out to Rhythm Monster, who are still giving away 10% off with our... An- amazing discount code so just use it uh what is a big rab monster at the checkout so whenever you are signing up for either a month subscription or an annual subscription you can get 10 percent off just by listening to the podcast just type in big rab monster at the checkout and ding you'll get your 10 percent off lovely i'm all about saving money me <laughs> grant now that's the domestics out of the way now let's get through the start of it we always start each every podcast with listener mail now Last week's podcast, I know it was a difficult listen because I was coughing and spluttering all my way through the thing. Um, 
but it seemed to draw a lot of attention. We were talking about Scott Curry's article that was published, or articles, I should say, published on PipesDrums.com that talked about the establishment of the WPBA, the World Pipe Band Association. This was Scott's solution to what he said, seen as being a pandemic problem in the bagpiping world. He said that the RSPBA was not working and this was his proposed solution. Now, I did agree with quite a lot of points that Scott had raised on his articles. There was a lot of very good, effluent points, and the way he worded them and everything was, yeah, I could certainly see where he was coming from. So, yeah, I put that out on last week's podcast, and I did say at the very beginning that this was the start of a conversation. And uh, a lot of people seemed to pick up on that, and a lot of people actually were emailing me in and saying, Hey, Rob, why don't you get the other side of the story? Now, we actually received upwards of about 10 to 15 emails about this, uh, saying that, you know, we've heard Scott's side of the story and his, you know, projected solution to the problem. Well, then here is my opinion on the whole thing. Or why not get an opinion from RSPBA themselves and how they believe they can fix the problem? What about speaking to bandsmen and women out there and asking them what they think about the whole article and what they think? So, yeah, do you know what? This will be revisited, (laughs) okay? The whole thing to do with Scott Curry's couple of articles that were published on Pipestrums.com and our conversation about it. This was only the start All right, we will revisit this. We will go and interview people. We'll ask them about their opinions. We have actually contacted RSPBA and asked them if they can give us someone to talk to about all of this and, you know, give us either a statement or something or, I don't know, a line of words that we can tell you what the RSPBA's opinion is of this article piece that was published. Um, But as yet, we have yet to hear any response from the association themselves, but we do hope that we will get uh, something from them soon. But, you know, we are in the middle of the season right now, so RSPBA are incredibly busy. Uh, So, you know, (laughs) listening or chatting to a podcast may not be high on the agenda for them. Perhaps putting on the next major of the championship of the season will be in their crosshairs because it's only what a couple of weeks now until the UK's oh we'll get talking about that in the piping news but yeah suffice to say the whole thing about last week's podcast is the start of a conversation I did see a lot of points from Scott Curry that I could agree with and that I could see as happening at the moment and yeah I am willing to have my mind changed I am certainly open uh, for a conversation I want to know other people's opinions on this so if you have one, please email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com is our email address. We'd love to know your opinion on last week's podcast. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And one such person did just that. Shout out to Ronnie. Ronnie Bailey, actually, who emailed me in. And it's quite a lengthy email, but a really interesting one. And um, whenever he talks about the establishment of the WPBA. He says, hi, Rab. I hope this gets to you. Uh, I would have tried a voicemail, but it's beyond my technical skills. <laughs> Come on, Ronnie, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it would be not, you know, not beyond anyone, you know. But anyway, we will read your email. He says, where to start vitriol, hubris, incoherence, and risability. Risability, I think that's where? Yeah, I'm, yeah. WPBA, he says. At last year's Worlds, there were 274 bands in total. Grade 1 consisted of 22 bands i.e. less than 10% of the total. Grade 2 also had 22 bands. Again, less than 10%. Any solution to the current crisis needs to be aimed at the many, not the few. 
i.e. the more than 80% in the lower grades, without whom there would be no pipe band seen. Maybe something you should bear in mind with your live streaming. Ooh, (laughs) okay. We'll talk about that in a future podcast, Ronnie. Why we don't live stream lower grades. Anyway, let's fly on. Uh, A model drawing, inspiration from the PGA Tour and Formula One, as they say around here, catch yourself on. I don't know anyone in the pipe band world who earns hundreds of thousands from their hobby. Note, it's not a profession. Or who is backed by multi-million pound teams. You know as well as I do that the biggest problems for people here is the time commitment. And being honest, the money. I have to agree with there, yeah. So most bands in Northern Ireland can't afford to go to the majors in the UK and find the time commitments of our current season erroneous. Instead, let's have a longer season and you can travel to the new majors all over the world. Great idea. The only people who might, and I stress might, would be grade one bands if they could get sufficient sponsorship. I would suggest that only the top few would have any chance of that. The others would perish. Couple that with your live streaming and we have an elite spectator sport. I have competed in pipe bands for nigh on 50 years. Not because I want to listen to Field Marshal in Australia, but because I enjoy playing. The World Tour won't bring more people through the gate in Inniskiln. When was the last time Field Marshal appeared there? And it certainly won't be Balahi Pipe Band back on the park. In the USA last weekend, we had the USA Championships in Alma, and at the same time Costa Mesa, on the West Coast. Why didn't the West Coast bands go to the USA Championships? which they would under the World Tour idea. Simple reason, they couldn't afford it. Get real. (laughs) The RSPBA, for all its faults, is ultimately responsible to its members. More on this later. As with any form of democracy, with each level of government imposed the accountability, imposed the accountability seems less, e.g. banned to the Mid-Ulster section to Northern Ireland branch of the RSPBA. Scott proposes added the w- adding the WPBA on top. Yet another remove from those that matter. Who will they be answerable to? The WPBA, is that what you mean? Uh, I suspect in the end it would be the few grade one bands that from the Super League, or more precisely their sponsors, but like how much Roman Abramovich cares about Ballon and Mallard United <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> Uh, Many people in the lower grade bands already feel it's all about grade one. And Scott's article reinforces that feeling. If he wants to use a Brexit analogy, the WPBA would be another European commission. Woo, Ronnie, you're... There you go. Easy now. (laughs) He goes on to say, The RSPBA is a far from perfect organisation, and at times it gives the impression that it is more interested in the RSPBA than it is in us, the players. You and Scott claim that people keep their heads down and say nothing because of a culture of fear and reprisal. Do you believe that the FBI, the Mafia and the CIA all killed Kennedy, by the way, as well? Question mark. (laughs) Ronnie, what are you doing to me? He says, while I accept that this may be a true, to some extent, 
be a truth to some extent, as it appertains to judging, I doubt it applies to everything. The biggest problem with RSPBA is our apathy. We all want competitions to be arranged for us to play and to complain if we think it's not good enough. But how many of us are actually willing to get involved? How many people actually volunteer for the job of secretary at the band AGM? And who actually goes to the branch AGMs? <laughs> Valid question. Um, yeah, so he goes on. <coughs> excuse me. He says, a bit of how the RSPBA works. Under its Articles of Association, firstly, playing members have no voting rights. The only people with voting rights at any AGM are the members. And who are they? They're band secretaries. If you honestly feel that the RSPBA needs changing, then the way to change it is from the inside. There is nothing to stop band representatives from talking to each other and gauging support before putting their head above the parapet. I know that you keep saying it, Rab, but actually going to an AGM and standing up for ourselves could make more difference in our long-term survival than a crackpot super league. Nothing will change unless we change it. I have to agree with you there. And I did say at the end of last week's podcast that really change could come by attendance at these meetings and for voting for change. So I have to completely agree with you here, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie then finishes his email saying, Scott blames the RSPBA for not listening But it works both ways. In 2018, they surveyed grade 4 bands about current playing requirements. Yes, I remember this. Um, So they surveyed grade 4 bands about playing requirements. Uh, He says, next time you're on the air, ask some grade 4 players if they knew about the survey. I suspect very few were ever asked by their band reps for their opinion. Yeah, that's a very valid point because, it, and then, yeah, he answers my point. I was going to go on to say this. Only 17% of bands replied, yet people complain about the map every week and it's the RSPBA's fault. Exactly. Very good point well made, Ronnie. And yeah, you know, I don't know many grade four players who have heard about this survey in 2018. Did the reps just not get it or did they just not bother responding? That's a very interesting question, Ronnie. I don't know. Like you, I find it incredible that there were no motions in last year's AGM. They can't listen if we don't talk. So I have to completely agree. Yeah. Comple- yeah. Well done, Ronnie. Well, well, point well made. I could go on, including my opinion on how to improve judging. I agree that the answer involves increasing the number of judges, but then I would be guilty of hubris as anyone else. <clears throat> I'll send you my thoughts on live streaming some other time. Take care and remember, involvement equals change. Ronnie. Wow. <laughs> Ronnie, what an email. That's an email and a half, mate. So thank you. That must have taken some time to put together and some really valid points on there, I have to stress. Now, you did ask some questions around live streaming and lower grade bands. We have talked about this before on the podcast about why we can't live stream lower grade bands. And um, yeah, we constantly share our performances on our social media from lower grades. We are not elitist by any means. Dear goodness, as much as we love listening to Field Marshal, we also listening to we also love listening to the Grade Five performances that we hear all over. Grade five, Grade Four B, same thing. And at the minute, there's some real outstanding music coming from the lower grade bands. So please don't get it twisted that we're all just about Grade One and Grade Two. You know, we are every bit as interested in the lower grades. And yeah, as you say, the lower grade bands do make up eighty percent of the bagpiping world. So if we do 
have a bit more of a focus on grade one and grade two, then I guess that's a mistake on our part. So we'll take our lumps on that. So yeah, perhaps we should focus more on lower grades. However, our live streaming will probably still remain um, to be focused on grade one and the results at the moment. Because we are a small volunteer-led team. At the moment, the demand for viewers out there want to see grade one we have had lots of different requests for people wanting to see other grades on the same day now i have to stress when a championship is running lots of grades overlap and we just have the one guy on the ground with a camera we can't split ourselves in four different directions to film three or four different grades at the same time we have the one outlet we have the one channel where we can publish stuff and you know put it out there we just can't physically do it. You know, we don't have multiple cameras. We don't have multiple outlets where we could live stream stuff. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, but yes, we have live streamed lower grades before. We've done it all the way from 4B up to grade 1 and many competitions. It just so happens that the major championships, we do focus on grade 1. And that's simply because it is probably the most popular on the day for people online wanting to view. Now... If you disagree and you would like to see other grades being live streamed on the day at a major championship, then please let us know. We would love to hear from you. You can email us in biggrabshow at gmail.com. Now, Ronnie, you also mentioned in that email about how change should come from within. And you raised some very valid points about, you know, how voting members are the band representatives and band reps and everything sometimes just don't bother replying to you know, surveys and important things that really affect bands around the UK and around the world. So, yeah, maybe it's something we can talk about in our band halls, you know, talked about who is our band rep, who goes to the meetings and what happens at these, uh, you know. And realistically, like you said, Ronnie, do the band reps really attend their AGM meetings? Do, do they really go to the branch meetings? Um, I can testify that I have been members of many different bands here in Northern Ireland and I can't remember any of our representatives of any band I was at ever going to a branch meeting. Um, So the reasons for which I have no idea, but I have no memory of any rep ever going to a meeting and then coming back and telling us about it. It's never really happened in my time. So, you know, as you say, change will happen from within if we want change to happen and we want this kind of thing to all come about it has to be talked about and voted from within it's not all rspba's fault i have to completely agree with you so with that being said that was a lot of listener mail there right there ronnie Uh, but thank you to everyone else who had emailed us in and talking about having the conversation and to talk to more people on this topic and get more of a wide range of views on this rather than just what scott had published online then yeah i would have to agree with you we are going to revisit this it's going to be on a future podcast we will revisit this but Let's get into the rest of this week's podcast, shall we? If you do have any kind of strong views on anything that we speak about on the podcast or anything that we will speak about in the future, please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, especially your voicemails as well. All you have to do is record it on your cell phone or wherever it is um, and then just email the sound file to us and then, yeah, we will have it on the show and your voice can be part of the show. So there you go. Right, let's fly on. The Cookstown Championships were this past weekend here 
in Northern Ireland, the Mid-Ulster Championships. And uh, what an event it was. Just as we're talking about RSPBA, RSPBA in Northern Ireland done an outstanding job. What an incredible competition. Uh, so well ran. The venue was just incredible. And the place was packed. It was on, honestly a great competition. So well done to RSPBA in Northern Ireland, especially the Mid-Ulster branch. Um, so, yeah, done an outstanding job. Let's go through the results. Very briefly, starting with their drum majors, the novice champion was Carries Graham. Well done, Carries. Woo! The junior champion there from Mid-Ulster was Lewis Anderson. Well done, Lewis. Uh, Rachel Lowry picked up the juvenile championship, and the adult champion on the day was David Brownlee. Go on, David. <laughs> if anything, it was a bit of a shock of a result, because our current world champion, Emma Barr, I think finished up fifth, I think. Was it fourth or fifth that she got? So, hmm, not a good day for Emma. But hey, do you know what? Uh, we're not all perfect we can't win them all so there we go shout out to david adult mid-ulster champion well done david okay on to the bands then shout out to grade 4b champions of mid-ulster brush in and district and lifting the drumming as well now if anything i know we were saying this about focusing on lower grades brush in and district is one of those bands that were really exciting at the moment in grade 4b here in northern ireland i would urge you go and have a listen to them really really strong and yeah, definitely one to watch this incoming season. I think they've had a real good year so far. So, yeah, ones across the board. Well done to Prashim lifting the Mid-Ulster Championship. On to Grade 4A then. Ocaran lifted it overall. However, they finished 8th in drumming. So, well down the drumming order, but still managing to lift the top spot. The drumming went to Grancha. So, well done to Grancha. Okay. On to Grade 3B then. Yep. McNeilstown again. No surprise, the mighty McNeilstown ones right across the board. First to pipe and first in drumming, everything. Just an outstanding performance from McNeilstown. And uh, yeah, congratulations, guys. Well deserved. Now, I have to give a shout out to Tully Lagan Pipe Band. I think this is the first time we've seen them on the grass, actually. Uh, so yeah, finished up second. Yeah, so not bad to the Lagan. Well done, guys. Great to see us back out in the grass again. Um, also, in grade 3A, we had. Top spot going to the mighty Quinn. The Quinn Memorial, my old band. Yeah, they managed to lift the top spot plus the drumming title as well. Not bad. They managed to clean up in grade 3A. So not a bad weekend by the mighty Quinn. Now on to grade 2. Now this was this was unusual. Now we were all sort of expecting Plus Kelt to kind of just win everything this season. But our Mid-Ulster champion went to New Ross and District Hey, well done, New Ross. New Ross and District lifting the the Mid-Ulster title and they lifted the Drummond title as well. Ooh, not bad. Of course, Klaus Kelt then, they lifted the piping though. Yeah, so they lifted the piping result, but they finished third in Drummond, so that knocked them down the pecking order. So well done, the New Ross. <laughs> now, if anything, I would like you to go back and listen. We did manage to live stream performances from Cookstown, and I think New Ross's is up there. Go and have a listen. Oh, it's good. So well done to the guys at New Ross, sounding incredibly strong at Cookstown. Yeah, so this has just made Grade 2 even more interesting as we're rolling forward. On to Grade 1, then. We did have a Grade 1. We had the Police Service of Northern Ireland lifting the top spot. And they also lifted the drums as well. Now, playing up in Grade 1 was Klaus Kelt. And they made things interesting because they split the piping. Yeah, they split the piping result with PSNI. Yeah, they got a 1-2 and piping. So, very interesting. So, whenever they were awarding the piping results, that was a draw between PSNI and Klaus Kelt. Ooh, really, really interesting stuff. So, if you haven't yet, 
go back, you can go on the Big Rab Show Facebook page and all of them performances are up there now. You can be your own little armchair judge and just have a listen to Klaus Kelt's Grade 1 run and then have a listen to PSNI and then judge for yourself who won the piping that day. It was good. It was a real good competition. I've listened back to the performances a few times now. And on the second or third listen through, I thought, nah, it's the PSNIs. You know, they they would have lifted it. They had that grade one sound, you know, playing the big set. But then you listen to it another few times and you maybe think, mm, maybe Klaus Kelt have it here. You know what I mean? It's very interesting. Go back, have a listen. <laughs> Trust me, you'll not be disappointed. It's very, very interesting. Anyway, let's fly on. What's happening here in Northern Ireland then on June the 8th then? This weekend, incoming weekend, is the Belfast Championships. Yes, this is a new one, actually. We're going back to Stormont Estate in Belfast for a brand new championships, the Belfast Championships. So this is going to be awesome. We all know Stormont Estate as the venue for the UK Championships, but that's now changed. Uh, So, yeah. We are now having the Belfast Championships in Stormont. So, an incredible venue. It is just the best venue. If you haven't been to Stormont, wow, you've missed it. Wow, what an incredible competition. I can't wait. So, June the 8th, the Belfast Championships opens its doors. First band's on the line, actually, 11 a.m. So, it's going to be a good long day of piping and drumming. Really looking forward to heading to Belfast this weekend. So, good luck to everyone. Okay, let's get on to other news, shall we? Now, you may be aware that in recent days, I think May the 30th, yes, May the 30th, there was a bit of a tragic incident in Virginia in the United States. There was a mass shooting. Now, the reason why I'm talking about it on this week's podcast is because, unfortunately, one of the 12 innocent people murdered at this tragic shooting at Virginia Beach was a member of the Grade 5 Tidewater Pipe Band. He was a piper. His name was Chris Rapp. Now, he was one of the 12 who was just senselessly murdered in this mass shooting that happened in Virginia and just came to a real shock to everyone. He is grieved by everyone at the the Grade 5 band, Tidewater Pipe Band, his wife Bessie, of course all of his friends and family. And us here on the Big Rab Show really want to send out our heartfelt sympathies to everyone there at Tidewater Pipe Band and to all of his friends and family at this tragic time. Um, Chris had been a member of Tidewater Pipe Band for quite a while. I think he last competed with them in October of last year. I think his last performance with the Pipe Band was even, I think it was at the St. Patrick's Day celebration. So, yeah, I have to say sincere uh condolences and sympathies to you guys there at the Tidewater Pipe Band as such a tragic loss and to his wife Bessie and all of his family and friends we really want to send you our sincere condolences what a horrible incident senseless and just absolutely tragic in other news um, the Jep Pipe Band from South Africa have been Getting some prezzies in the mail. (laughs) Yeah, Jet Pipe Band have purchased themselves some brand new drums. Well, they're kind of second-hand. They're not new. Yeah, they've bought them from Fife Police. So Fife Police, as you know, have been playing those incredible silver fleck premier drums this past couple of seasons. Well, they've now sold them to the Jet Pipe Band in South Africa. And wow. See, when the Jet Pipe Band put on their bass, bass drum skin with the black and white lines and everything... Oh, it just looks awesome. So shout out to you guys at the Jet Pipe Band. Your new drums look incredible. We can't wait to see them on the grass. All the very best with your new drums, guys. 
Also, a shout out about the Belfast tattoo. Yeah, we we wanted to remind you. We had a giveaway on Fuse FM Balamoney where we were giving away eight family passes. Those have now been won and they've been issued out, all of that sort of stuff. But a lot of people were disappointed and didn't win. We had hundreds of entrants to this. So if you are interested in getting tickets for the Belfast Tattoo, now is possibly the best time to get them. They have a 15% off summer discount, so go and grab them now before the event itself that kicks off on the 6th and 7th of September. In the SSE Arena in Belfast, you're going to want to get their tickets now when they're discounted. We're all about saving money, like I said. Remember our discount code? Big Rab Monster for Rhythm Monster. Yeah, so <laughs> go and get your 15% off your Belfast Tattoo tickets. Everything is discounted. I did think it was like certain sections of the arena, you know, maybe the cheap seats or whatever, but no, it's everything. Front row tickets, everything is discounted at 15% off. So go and have a look. It's on BelfastInternationalTattoo.com or even the SSE Arena uh, box office. Go and check all of that out. It's all available now at a discount price. So, looking ahead then for future dates, I, mean, that, I did just mention there about Stormont used to be the venue for the UK Championships. Well, Saturday the 15th of June in Lurgan Park. Yes, new venue and yeah, to, to say that the District Council are very excited for this event would be an understatement. Uh, over 100 bands from around the UK, Europe, Canada and the United States will duke it out for the UK Championship on Saturday the 15th. And we can't wait here in the Big Rab Show. Of course we will be there with the bells on. We'll be live streaming the whole thing, running about with a microphone, all that usual kind of stuff. You'll have to try and keep us away. So there you go. Go and check out the draw. It is now currently available all up there on the RSPBA website. And you can go get all the full details of all the bands that are going to be involved in that. All sorts of exciting. Uh, so 15th of June, get that in your calendars. You're going to want to get to Lurgan Park. Now, the reason why I'm bringing it up in this week's podcast is because people have been asking about the entry fee. Yeah, apparently there will be an entry charge to this year's UKs. Now, in previous years, think for this last two or three years, for the longest time it's been running, it's been free. You know, as a free event where you just turn up and enjoy a major championship. Now, most majors, I think, are free of charge, apart from the worlds that are is ticketed. But I think most majors are free. But this was the first time the UK championships here in Northern Ireland will be charged for. You'll have to pay £5 at the gate to get in. So, yeah, I think that hasn't been rumoured to be £5. I have yet to have that confirmed, but I think it is a round figure of about five a fiver ahead at the gate to get you through. So... I have to stress, with anyone travelling to the UK Championships in June, and yeah, if you haven't got a wristband or anything to get yourself through the gate, if you're a band member or a competitor or anything like that, if you haven't got a wristband, then chances are you'll probably be stopped and charged £5 to get access. So bear that in mind, if you are coming over to Northern Ireland for the UK's, Bring some cash with you because you're going to need it to get through the gate. Now as to the reason why there was a charge... Not entirely sure. I don't know the reason behind it. Perhaps that's a question we can ask the organisers of the UKs. But suffice to say, you've been forewarned. There will be a gate charge at the UK Championships and it'll cost you some dough to get through the gate. There you go. All right. Let's talk about Auckland and District. Yes. Auckland and District, down under, have a brand new pipe major. Yes. Shout out to Adam Mitchie. Yeah, now that name might sound familiar. We'll talk about that. But he's replacing the previous prime uh, prime minister. 
Pipe Major. That's a good job I can't read my own script, innit? Yeah, the previous Pipe Major of six years, Ben McLaughlin. Well done, Ben. So Ben, yeah, was there for six years and has now subsequently resigned. Now, Ben hasn't left the band. He's still there. He's still wanting to be a part of Auckland. He's just stepping down from the position of Pipe Major. Um, so Adam Mitchie, you guys are all scratching your heads. I know that name. Uh, yeah, Adam was the previous Pipe Major of New Zealand Police. Since Emmett Conway took the jump to go to shots, then Adam took over as Pipe Major of New Zealand Police. So, yeah, Adam is now moving from the New Zealand Police to Auckland and District to take up the role of Pipe Major there. So this leaves New Zealand Police without a PM. So all of us are now sort of waiting to hear who's going to take up that role at New Zealand Police. So not good news for New Zealand Police but great news for Auckland and District, who got themselves a new pipe major. So shout out to Adam. We wish you the best of luck with Auckland. And if anything, I don't think Auckland are coming to the Worlds this year, 2019. I think the last time, looking at my research, the last time they were here at the at the World Championships was in 2017, where they finished up 10th overall. So finishing in the top 10, not a bad result at all. If anything, Auckland and District were always one of those bands that I always really liked to listen to. Love their piping acts. It's really musical. Uh, so shout out to Ben McLaughlin. Uh, sorry to see you go. And clearly, Auckland and District are a band that we'll be watching uh, going forward whenever Adam takes up the helm. And we'll see what you're doing musically. Very interesting. There you go. Shout out to Auckland. All right. Let's talk about the big announcement that was this week. Piping Live 2019. They have officially launched the festival. Yes, announcing some of the lineup from the festival, and it just reads as a who's who of the bagpiping world. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they have announced that possibly the biggest headliner of the festival is Dougie McLean. Yes, that singer-songwriter of that famous song, Caledonia. And I'm not even going to start singing it because you'll all be singing it all day. Um, also, we have Finley Johnson, we have Lunasa, we have Trist, Phil Marshall Montgomery... Of course, he'll be there as part of the International Quartets, defending their title. We have Angus McCall as well. We have Fluke. Dave Stuart Little will be given a recital. We have Maeve McKinnon as well. Oh, my God. Um, we have Callum Bowman as well will be giving us a recital. We have Dram as well. Now, Dram are kind of a new band on the Celtic uh, music scene at the minute. They've been playing in the Keighley, you know, the Keighley music scene with this, this last while, playing Keighley's all around in Scotland. Uh, but now they're sort of branching into the trad kind of folk world and now we're seeing them at piping live it's gonna be very exciting to see drum actually uh, one of the highlights for me inverarian district will also be there giving us a little uh, rendition i'm sure at the quartets and all of that sort of stuff just so much stuff as well as all the usuals you have fred morrison's pipe idol competition you have the international quartets like as a massive draw like i've just been talking about we also have the gordon duncan memorial competition and much much more and that's the point. They haven't announced everything yet. We are still to hear announcements about everything else. Because, yeah, Pipe and Live, possibly the biggest news about Pipe and Live this year is that it's going to be throwing on an extra few days. Yeah, it's going to be starting this time instead of the Monday. It'll be starting on the Saturday before. So Saturday the 10th of August to Sunday the 18th. So we get an extra two days worth of bagpiping goodness. And what's not to love about that? So Saturday 10th of August to Sunday the 18th of August is our Christmas. 
I absolutely love piping live. It is the highlight of my year. I just work all year round to get to piping live and the world's. It's just the best time of year. So if you haven't been to piping live yet, then you must try and get if you can. But of course, if you're living internationally, then yeah, we can understand. But we will try and cover as much as we can from this year's piping live festival and. Yeah, we hope you can join us on the Rab Show podcast all the way through. Um, also, Pipe and Live as well also put an open call to pipe bands. They're looking currently for three pipe bands to fill their program for free displays on Buchanan Street in Glasgow. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, is that they pick pipe bands to go and play in Buchanan Street, which is like the main shopping thoroughfare in Glasgow. It draws in a huge crowd of people because of all the shops. So you have mums and dads and kids and everyone's there all doing their shopping. All looking, I don't know, shopping stuff. And then, But in the middle of it, because Pipe and Live is running, suddenly you're coming out of Tesco's with two bags worth of groceries and then boom, there's Field Marshal standing right in front of you, blasting out in a hornpipe until your face melts. <laughs> it's awesome. I have to say I'm a massive fan of the pipe band performances in Buchanan Street. And that is exactly the reason why I'm a fan of it, is because they stick pipe bands smack bang in the middle of a busy shopping precinct in the middle of Glasgow City, and it's just really unexpected. You know, you could be, I don't know, <laughs> you could be in a shop somewhere buying a new shirt and a pair of wellies, and suddenly, boom, there's Inverary blasting out an MSR. Just tick that, missus. Yeah, oh, unbelievable. So now Pipe and Live are offering this opportunity to three bands and yep, they're offering this out. Any band can apply. All you have to do is contact Pipe and Live uh, for full details. And your band can be a part of the Pipe and Live Festival. You could be standing in the middle of Buchanan Street in Glasgow in the middle of all that buzz and playing. It, oh, it'll just be brilliant. So, yeah, if you do want to be a part of it, it's an amazing opportunity. Contact Piping Live now via their social media. They have Twitter, Facebook, all the usual sorts of Facebooky kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You can get them on social medias all over the place. Just contact them and they will get back to you. And because they're very keen to get these three spots filled very quickly. So there you go. So what an amazing opportunity. Now, Piping Live, like I said, have yet to announce the full lineup this is the exciting thing it does start on saturday the 10th of august and as we know from last year and the year before they possibly even leave it to maybe a week or two before before we finally have the full lineup so there will be more announcements as we're getting closer to pipe and live 2019 and i'm all sorts of excited let's just say that it's going to be a really really good festival this year (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bring on pipe and live 2019 baby it's gonna be awesome okay so there you go i can finally scrap my script that's it from the piping news this week it's been a lot and uh, i have to say looking forward to belfast this incoming weekend and uh, yeah i didn't mention this but yeah if you can't get to the belfast championships this weekend don't worry us here on the big rab show as always we have you covered we will be trying to live stream as much as we physically can including those all important results so if you can't get to Stormont this weekend tune in to the big rab show facebook page and we will have live streaming from belfast this incoming weekend okay also, I have to give a shout-out, actually, to everyone who's been buying Big Rab Show merch through our online store, BigRabShow.com. I have to say thank you to everyone. It really does mean the world. Each t-shirt and hoodie and all that sort of stuff, even the wee tiles and things, it really does help support the show. And because we're in the thick of it at the minute, 
heading to every competition possible, your support really does mean the world. So go and check out our Patreon page. Plus, of course, get our merchandise, all that goodness. And uh, we've got big plans for the rest of this incoming season for our Patreon plus our YouTube channel as well. Yeah, the Big Rab Show on YouTube. Go and check us out. Click subscribe, all that good stuff. So then, yeah, you'll never miss a video. We've got a lot of stuff coming that direction. So help support the show if you can. Uh, yeah, expect to see loads of great piping content coming forward. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff. Oh, I have to give a special plug as well to Scottish Power. I forgot to mention this, actually, when I was talking about piping live. Now, yeah, Scottish Power, of course, are doing the big pre-Worlds concert in the glasgow royal concert hall now the reason why i'm slowing down for effect is because i'm trying to read who their support act was and i forgot it was rora how could i forget rora the massive celtic folk band that is uh, rora just incredible in case you don't know how to pronounce r-u-r-a i think it's rora r-u-r-a rora yeah so they are going to be on stage with scottish power pipe band i cannot wait for this concert it's going to be insane if you haven't yet got tickets for this i think they are still available currently go along to the glasgow royal concert hall box office you can go and pick them up now and uh Please get them now. Avoid disappointment. Last year, whenever St. Lawrence hit the stage, and then even the year before that, it seems to be the big pre-Worlds concert on the Wednesday night in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. It always sells out because everyone lands for Pipe and Live and goes, oh, do you know what? I think I want to go and see that big concert. And then they go to the box office and go, "Uh -uh, no tickets left. Go and get them now when you can. Pre-book your tickets so you have your seat secured and you will not be disappointed. Trust me, Scottish Power are just sounding incredible this season. We've seen them at the first major so far. Dang, what a performance. And I can't wait to see them at the UK's. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, yeah, So get your tickets for the big pre-Worlds concert. You're, you will not be disappointed, okay? <laughs> Trust me. Go and get your tickets for this. It's just going to be off the chain. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Okay. I reckon it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast Check them out.
Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. It's time for the topic of the week. And, yeah, I've just had a lovely cup of tea. Lovely. Anyway, yes, <laughs> they're talking about my day. Um, yeah, as you may have guessed from the title of this week's podcast, with so many experts, who do you listen to? Now, please don't get it wrong. We're not going to start flinging things at our piping experts. Don't get that. We're not going to do that. All right. <laughs> But we got a very interesting question in from a listener of the Rab Show podcast. And yeah, it just really got me thinking. And if anything, it is a very interesting uh, avenue that we should go down and explore. He, yeah, managed to email us in. He did want to remain anonymous, however. Uh, he said, Dear Rab, I've just discovered your podcast and have been getting involved in the bagpiping world this last number of months. Really enjoy your show and your insight to the bagpiping world, so thank you. I have picked up the practice chanter for the very first time after a long 40-year career in the military. I now finally have the time to practice. <laughs> um, he said, however, that Looking at the various websites that I recommended, that he has looked around online everywhere and, yeah, has found that there is a plethora, which is a real good use of the word, yeah, plethora. There is a plethora of bagpiping experts out there and just found it very confusing as to where to begin his bagpiping journey, be it online or in person, just who is best to go to. Yeah, so th- yeah, that was his question. So this really got me thinking, and he does have a valid point. There are so many points of reference for you to start your bagpiping journey. Say you're lifting the, the chanter or the sticks for the first time. There are so many options now for you to go on. And you can either go and visit your local pipe band and start there, and that's probably the best place I would recommend you go to. Or you can go and use services such as Rhythm Monster and you know, Piper's Dojo and Dojo University, all that sort of stuff. There are great online services available. Plus, you can actually reach out now to grade one players, uh, such as, I think Callum Beaumont does online lessons. I think Stuart Little offered them at a time as well. You know, various uh, different online piping tutors at the highest level offer online Skype lessons even, stuff like that, that you can, you know, sit in a room and learn from the best in the world. I think even Stephen McWhorter, you know, countless times world solo drumming champion offers online lessons. You can go and learn from the best in the world. So, hey, what's not to love? But then again, I have to say, it does make your head spin. There seem to be so many experts in our own area of our amazing music that it is difficult to identify who is best to go to. Do I go and learn from Rhythm Monster or do I take the opportunity and go and learn from Stephen McWhorter? Or do I go to Piper's Dojo and look at their drumming program? Or if you're a Piper, vice versa. You know, do you go and learn from Callum Bowman or do you go and learn from the Piper's Dojo? Or where, where do you go? It really is 
mind-boggling the choice. And if anything, I think that's what confused our listener, is that there was just too much choice. (laughs) Really didn't know where was best to start with so many experts and everyone having differing kind of methods to what we do, then it's so confusing and it seems to be that because there's so many people who have an expert opinion, then who do you listen to 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 get it right? So, first of all, us here on The Big Rab Show, we are not experts, okay? We keep getting people asking us uh, for recommendations for tuition and things like that. We also ask for our expert opinion on various different issues in the bagpiping world. We are not experts. I keep saying this. We're not experts. We are enthusiasts. Yes, we are fans of the bagpiping world. We love what we do. Uh, But are we experts? By no means are we experts. Definitely not. So please do not... (laughs) (laughs) take our advice as being an expert opinion it's an enthusiast opinion we are fans of this we are certainly not experts (laughs) um so yeah please don't be going and placing bets on our predictions dear goodness that oh that would end up in all sorts of trouble wouldn't it yeah our predictions haven't been too accurate this last way (laughs) anyway uh but yeah looking at starting out on the bagpiping world My recommendation to people would be to seek out a local pipe band or seek out a local player. Not even a pipe band. If you are interested in picking up the pipes or drums, Google is your friend. Stick it into your search engine and find your local pipe band. Because those are the guys who are actually doing it at the minute. So, essentially, they will be your nearest expert. If you want. Now these could be a service band. They could be a non-competitive road band of any description. But they would at least put a chanter in your hand and teach you the scale. They would show you how to play your GDEs and all that. So you know what I mean? They would be enough to get you on the way of, yeah, of on your way to the piping world. You know what I mean? And same for drummers as well. Find your closest, nearest player, your nearest band, wherever they may be. And just ask, can I come down and have a go at this? So, yeah, lift a pair of sticks. They'll probably give you a pair, maybe a drum pad too. You know, maybe if you're going to be playing with them. All that sort of stuff. Just so many ways that you can get involved in your local piping scene that you don't have to go alone. However, if you are living in the North Pole and there's no pipe bands or anywhere near you, then online is your only option. I don't know if there is a pipe band in the North Pole. I could be completely wrong. The North Pole, pipes and drums. Lethal. Uh, (laughs) um, So, yeah, online is certainly a huge world of opportunity whenever it comes to tuition. And those services that I did mention, I'm not slagging them by any means. If anything, I want to promote them. The likes of the Piper's Dojo, an outstanding service that has some incredible big names working for it. I think Rob Matheson and, you know, all those guys... Involved at Piper's Dojo, just an incredible service. I have to say, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of it. Looking at all the content that those guys produce, along with all the daily, weekly lessons and targets, and it's just a real good program for bagpipers. I can see how valuable it is. The system there certainly seems to work, you know, for the online community. Um, but yeah, go and check out Piper's Dojo, Dojo U, all that sort of stuff. It is a shameless plug, but I have been pointing people in that direction. However, this would be more for beginner players and players who want to get through the advanced stages of playing. If you are already an advanced player, that's when I would start looking towards your Skype lessons. 
go to the top brass of the piping world. You can get lessons from some of the biggest and best in the world. I think the Piping Centre offer online lessons as well. I think the likes, I'm not sure if William McCallum and the people from the Piping Centre give online lessons through the Piping Centre. I'm not sure. I'll have to double check that. Um, but yeah, you can get online lessons from some of the top best bagpipers in the world. Same for snare drummers as well. I would like you to go along to Rhythm Monster. You can use our promo code. I <laughs> know, shameless plug. But it is a great online source for lessons. All you have to do is get yourself a pair of sticks. Order them from, I don't know, from anywhere. You can get... <laughs> I'm not going to start promoting businesses who sell drumsticks. LoneStarPiper.com You can get sticks and then just start playing at home. Open up your computer, your laptop and... There's Rhythm Monster and they have you from the bare bone basics as to how to hold the sticks as to actually play in your first tune. It's yeah, services on there online are just incredible. Again, Rhythm Monster takes you all the way through from the bare bone basics, same as Piper's Dojo, from how to hold the sticks to how to actually use them through to playing your first set, through to six eights, jigs, hornpipes, reels, and before you know it, you're playing full MSRs and medleys, and yeah, you could walk in the door of any pipe band and hold your own. So they take you through to that, but then if you want to push your playing that one bit further, then online lessons with the best in the world and the drumming world are available. Like I said, Stephen McWhorter gives them. I think Garth McLeese from Field Marshal gives them as well. There are various other drummers in the bagpiping world who do online lessons. and Definitely worth it if you want to push your drumming performance that little step further. They'll give you that little edge that perhaps these other online services can't provide. So whenever you're asking about experts, especially around tuition, my advice on this We are not experts of the Rab Show, but my own experience would tell me anyone who has a wealth of experience behind them in tuition should be someone that you listen to if they improve your performance. If you go to this person and have online lessons with them or even in-person lessons with them and you find that your performance is improving and you're getting better, things sound clearer, they sound better. No crossing noises, no slips, nothing like that. Same with drumming as well. Are your movements clear, defined and timed well? You're not slapping your way through everything. You know what I mean? All your movements are clear. You can hear them. That's what you want. If you're going to a tutor who brings that out of you, that's the best tutor you could go to. If you go to a tutor who just kind of phones it in and says, yeah, yeah, just, you know, play a wiener scales here for half an hour and then I'm going home, you know, where's my check kind of thing. People have to be invested in furthering that musician and getting them playing and putting them forward i have to say everyone that i've mentioned so far are certainly interested in that and uh, yeah that's what i my would look to whenever i'm looking about talking to someone about learning that person would seem to be an expert to me if they furthered my playing ability does that make any sense so i hope i've answered that email but it did then pose the question about the wider bagpiping world we do have a lot of experts, not just in the field of tuition. Um, so, be it in yeah, judging, be it in drumming, piping, ensemble, uh, be it even in the organisation themselves, in the RSPBA, uh, when we look at the Glymphitic and big solo piping events, who are the experts there? And I would have to say, whenever it comes to our bagpiping world, we all look to our judges to be our experts. These guys are incredibly well qualified. 
incredibly well qualified to be in that ring with a clipboard in their hand. Now, we have talked about judging here on the Rab Show podcast uh, twice now. <laughs> We've talked about judging, uh, but I have to stress it is the most difficult job in the bagpiping world, bar none. It has to be the hardest thing to possibly do is stand there with that clipboard. I have said this countless times, as much as we might complain when we think judges get it wrong, I still would never want to stand in that arena with a clipboard because, dear God, it would be hell, in my opinion, to be a judge and to have to split hairs. Oh, I think I heard a slip there. Oh, oh, oh that chanter's gone. That's gone. That's gone flat. Oh, no. You know, oh, how could how could you be a judge? It's just the fear. The fear is real. You really have to know your onions. You have to know what your ears are telling you so you can translate that into prizes, basically. And so it's so scary. So I would say the piping judges at the Glenfiddich, these are guys or girls who have had a wealth of experience in the bagpiping world. They have been involved in the solo piping scene for years. They know all the possible pitfalls. They know the tunes that the players will be playing inside and out, upside down, backwards, everything. So these guys have to be complete experts in the solo piping world in order for them to sit there at the glymphatic table uh, with a clipboard in front of them. So I do stress that whenever we're looking at experts in the bagpiping world, I would look to our judges. Yeah. (laughs) Judges, especially judges who have had a wealth of experience behind them in, in their chosen field. So, yeah, if you are, you know, walking into an arena with two piping judges and those two piping judges have been judging for a number of years, that does give you a level of confidence. So I have to say... Our judges that are in that arena with that clipboard, they would be seen as our experts. They're in there for a purpose. They're in there because they are the best and brightest in our piping world. Now, that's controversial. Some people will go, ah, come on, they're not experts. Well, I have to say, everyone who's been emailing into the Big Rab Show recently, they all have opinions. But are they expert opinions? Hmm. Interesting question. Everyone has an opinion. But whenever we look for an expert opinion on our bagpiping world, who do we turn to? We turn to our judges to make a judgment call on that performance. Was it good? Was it bad? Tell us why. And that's what we ask them to do each and every weekend. To me, the judges... Now, I'll say this on record. To me, the judges are our unsung heroes of the bagpiping world. It really is. <laughs> I know people's going to email in now saying, Rob, you think judges are heroes? Yeah, honestly, I do. I think they have the worst job. Would you seriously volunteer to be a judge? <sighs> Come on. You really have to know your onions. So you have to have been there, won the championship, got the t-shirt, and then done it again and again, and then sat all these qualifications, and da 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 then finally be able to get in there with a clipboard. It's incredible. So I have to say, our judges would be our experts. Whenever you refer to the bagpiping world, 
those would be the guys that I would look to. Myself, personally. But I'm sure you guys would look to others as well. Now, there are plenty of other bagpipers and drummers out there who we would class as being experts in their field and have never held a clipboard in their hand. One name comes to mind, Tyler Fry. I think Tyler has actually judged at some events right enough, so, yeah, it might not be completely accurate. But, yeah, Tyler has been there and done that. And, yeah, he has worn the t-shirt too. So, would we see Tyler as being a possible drumming judge in the future? Maybe an ensemble judge, you know? Because Tyler, as we all know, is this world-famous tenor drummer. And he's all around the world getting involved in events and different things. And yes, he does judge at some of them. And then others, he's like compare and he holds the whole thing together. And yeah, Tyler could be a potential judge that we, you know, would class as being an expert. Uh, also, Jim Kilpatrick. Yeah, Jim Kilpatrick, who's recently retired now. For a couple of years, he's been retired now. Jim Kilpatrick could be one of those guys that we would happily see with a clipboard because we know Jim has been there and done it from a drumming point of view. He's won that world title, I don't know how many times, as a soloist and also as a lead tipper of a drum corps. So if we had Jim Kilpatrick in that arena with all of his qualifications and whatnot, and there he was with a clipboard... Of course, we're going to look to Jim as an expert. So with other people in the bagpiping world, I'm just giving those two names as an example. There's a plethora of others. I'm using plethora again. There are tons of people involved in our bagpiping world that we would class as experts because they have been there and done that. However, they don't hold the clipboard. So I do understand that, you know, not all of our experts and masters of the bagpiping world hold a clipboard. But... That's where the majority of them are, I would stress. (laughs) Perhaps you could disagree, but yeah, a good lot of our experts in the bagpiping world do decide to hold a clipboard and to give back and to help give that direction of performance. If anything, that's one thing that I don't think we put across on our judging podcast. Now we're talking about judging. So our judges they are there essentially to try and improve our bagpiping world. They are supposed to give us critic sheets that tells us what went wrong and what we can fix. So the next time we're out on the grass, we can get better. And that's the whole point. So, yeah, whenever we're talking about experts in the bagpiping world and who should we listen to? If you're looking for tuition, I would look to the expert who improves your playing. If you're getting better, rather than not going anywhere and still playing the same tune like three months time and still making the same mistakes you know, bad blowing and crossing noises all sorts uh, but if you're going to someone who's helping you and you're constantly improving each and every week with your practice and your playing that's who you should listen to for us in the bagpiping world whenever pipe bands go on and compete then who do we look to as our experts whose opinion matters and it's that of the judges the judge's opinion matters. Those are the people that we look to as our experts. Also, I suppose, in a way, we also look to the music board who, on uh, RSPBA, they deal with the music standard, the standard of playing in each grade, and then they make decisions about upgrading and downgrading. So they have to be experts in their chosen field as well. So, mm, yeah, there are a number of different experts around that sort of field as well. But it's very confusing, isn't it? <laughs> It's very confusing, but suffice to say, I hope this advice uh, from an enthusiast rather than an expert, I think it has, yeah, some sort of legs to stand on, hopefully, because we've been involved in this for quite a while. But yeah, if you have any thoughts on who are the experts and who should you listen to, then email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, I have to stress, though, there are some people out there 
unscrupulous characters who would paint themselves as experts in the bagpiping world. However, may not have had that experience in the past and may not have quite good credentials and maybe can just about play through Amazing Grace and then set themselves up as a piping tutor and offer online services and you pay them hundreds of dollars and you don't get past the scale. I've heard stories about this. I'm not going to start naming names, but there are a few services out there uh, that are unscrupulous. And I would do want you to do your research. Look at who you're going to. Look at you know what they've achieved in the piping world, if anything, or what they can show you, what they can you know try and help with. Try and avoid the unscrupulous characters. And if you do find that you are going to an online service or even in-person lessons and you aren't improving and you're not getting any better, uh, but the teacher or your tutor seems disinterested and doesn't want to help, uh, you know, then simply pack up, walk away and try somewhere else. That's happened to me before. So, yeah, if you aren't getting better, if things aren't working, things just aren't improving, then speak to your tutor. And if the tutor just throws the hands up and says, well, look, it is what it is. I can't show you anymore. Then that's it. You have to move on. So it has happened. It seems a bit ruthless, but it is what it is. You do need to be aware that sometimes mm, the chosen expert in the chosen field may not be an expert. So, yeah, bear that in mind. Hope I've managed to give you some kind of advice and answer your question there, emailer. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so many experts in the piping world. Dear God, please don't listen to the Rab Show. We are not experts, but we're enthusiasts. I keep saying that. We're fans. So there you go. That's advice from a fan. You can text us in, or yeah, text us in. You can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know your opinion. And uh, yeah, have you spoken to any of these unscrupulous characters? Have you had a bad experience with tuition? Or have you had a great experience with any tuition and that? Um, yeah, we'd love to hear it. So yeah, do you agree? Are our experts in the piping world are judges or are our experts in the piping world elsewhere would love to know your opinions guys you can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com okay that's it for another big rab show podcast hope you've enjoyed that discussion and hopefully we will see you all in Stormont this weekend for the belfast championships here in northern ireland and yeah don't forget the uk's are coming up very soon i can't wait going to be really exciting if anything probably next week's podcast will be all about the uk's as we're going to be previewing that up and coming major oh it's going to be exciting but first of all we have to go to belfast for the belfast championships so yeah if you can't get to belfast or Stormont, of course then tune in to the big rab show facebook page this weekend as we'll be live streaming all the action that we can point a camera at plus the all-important results as always don't forget, if you want to help support the show, now is probably the best time for you to do so, because we really do need your support. <laughs> Woo, we're in the thick of things, baby. And yeah, we really do need your support. So check out our Patreon page. We have tons of extra stuff up on there. Click support, and for $5 a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra videos, audio clips, little backstage things, exclusive interviews, and... All sorts of exciting stuff. Plus, I think it's going to be four episodes of Rab Show Plus is going to be up there now. So, yeah, Rab Show Plus episodes up there as well, which will never see the light of day anywhere else other than on Patreon. If you do want to get your hands on some Rab Show merch, go along BigRabShow.com, pick up your shirts and t-shirts and all that stuff. And every sale really does help support the show. Anyway that's it if you haven't already please do consider subscribing to our podcast so with each and every episode uploads you will never miss an episode you'll get a little ding 
little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Well, guys, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. And, yeah, we hopefully see you all in Belfast this weekend. And if not, then, yeah, we'll hope to see you all on Facebook <laughs> for our Facebook live stream. Until then, guys, we'll see you the other side of the Belfast Championships. And we'll see you here on the Rab Show podcast next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Rigs, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Oh, hello. Rob Show Plus is back. Yeah, and we're late. (laughs) We do normally try to get one of these out each month. But I have to say, May has been an incredible month for us here on The Big Rab Show. And we'll talk about it, won't we? Let's get into things. First of all, if you're listening to this, you are a subscriber here on Patreon. And I have to say, thank you so much for clicking that support button.